parents think uh, hey, if, if he does that, he will get distracted from his studies is what everybody thinks. But in, in actuality, That's that is not the not case. true. Hello everybody, this is John Pradeep Jail here. I have an interesting, interesting guest with me here today. That's Advita. She's the national award winner of the Balashri Award. And she is here with me and she's going to talk to us. Advita, thank you so much for uh, coming. Uh, welcome. And I think uh, this will be of great use to the viewers here for the parents, for the children who want to achieve big in life and want to follow their passion and all that. Hello, welcome Adita. Thank you, Anna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm very, very excited to be here. Super. Adita, can you uh, start with who you are, what you do and what you wh what are the things that you do? Um, I'm Advita and uh, I am basically a theatre artist. I've been acting on stage for uh, well over 13 years now. I started when I was a wee baby um, and I went on stage for the first time playing the role of a Gopika uh, and this happened in school and from the time I went on stage uh, nobody could really uh, hold me back. I fell in love with uh, being in the spotlight, uh, going for rehearsals, the, just the whole process of it felt magical to me and uh, for a three-year-old kid that was something that uh, that's the stuff that dreams are made of. So. Uh, I just immediately fell in love with the, the entire creative process and I kept uh, at it. I, I'm, I'm still at it. So uh, my biggest achievement as uh, Jonana was saying was the National Balashri Award for the year 2016. I won it for under the uh, under 18 category for uh, theatre and puppetry. This uh, award was something that uh, instilled in me a sense of what I am and who I want to be in the future. It gave me an identity. And I think that is something that has been a propelling force for me to continue uh, doing what I am. It was like an assurance that I was on the right track. Um, the other things that have really helped me become a better actor are things that I've done in terms of uh, bettering my body, which is, uh, I, I've done martial arts. I am a black belt in karate and I also practice Kalari Paiete. Uh, I do other uh, martial arts. I practice the Japanese katana as well. I've done uh, my aim training with a group called Matrix that's based in Chennai. And um, I've learned a little bit of gymnastics and uh, basic uh, body work I've done with them. I've also done voice culture with Theatre Nisha, another uh, theatre group that's based in Chennai, who I am with at the moment. Uh, so I think all of these things just add up to me being a better person. And I think that's why I believe that every child should be given an opportunity to pursue one art form or the other, or one sport, because that really gives them a sense of who they are outside the classroom. It helps them think outside the box. So that's that. That's brilliant, Abhita. So uh, I, I I want to like quickly tell what exactly I saw here. Okay, finding what your passion is. That too, when you are a little baby. And then um, getting acquainted with all the other theater forms here. And that's the second thing. And getting this uh, acknowledgement from the universe or from wherever saying, hey, you have chosen the right thing. That's so like that happening for somebody is the, a, a real big thing. Because, uh, you know, I 
uh, I'm also this theater artist who turned into a full-time theater artist when I was 27. And uh, by the time I figured saying I want to pursue theater and I want to do this full-time, I got married and I had all my life's expectancies on me. And I was like, how do I cope from there? But that was one moment where I said, even if I starve to death, let me pursue this and do this. And But, but that happened at 27. But after I became that, I look back to my life and I think, did I have any signals of this happening when you, when I was younger? And I could think of two, three very specific instances. When I was in fifth standard, I think I was really like high on fever. I was supposed to do a play. Uh, people said, you can cancel the play because John can't get up. I said, I cried and said, take me to the school right now. I have to do the play. I did it there. And once I was in seventh standard, same like, well, five minutes before the play, when we were um, like dressing up and all that, uh, I got a cut on my leg. Like there were three stitches later on, but uh, that cut actually, like uh, people said, you can't go on stage hereafter. Uh, I said, no, no, I want to go now. Like put a cloth over it, put it a bandaid, and then went on stage, and then went to the hospital. And doctors told him for not coming on time. So like things like this, small, small, small things. When I was in yeah. college, uh, my cultural team completely got got cancelled because of a huge problem that happened there. It was a like we were in, we had to be in the police station and all that. So after all that happened, my principal and correspondent everybody everybody said no more cultural team in the class. You will have to cancel, dissolve everything, and go. Next year, I fought for it, uh, got the team together and won a lot of awards that year. So all of these happened, but that thought saying I have to pursue theater full time did not come to me at all. Uh, maybe because nobody told me that that can become a career or I was thinking all the things that the elders tell me are the ones are the careers that I need to pursue. That is when they will all say, good job, John. Uh, so all of this uh, happened. So all these things happen in a very, very small age, but parents mm. uh, have struggled in finding out what exactly that is or uh, that passion is. But still uh, parents right now say, hey, go for dance today, go for sports tomorrow, go for this. And they go to everything and then finally become engineers. <laughs> so I think yeah. uh, finding that out when you are three years old is the greatest thing there. And your journey well, and your award at the right time when you're deciding on your yeah. career and everything is really great. I've been able to experience all this because uh, I full credit goes to my mom. When I was a kid, she wanted me to find my passion and she opened all the avenues for me to do so. I was in dance class, I was in party class, I was in, I learned Kuchipudi, I went to, I went to this class where they taught me Bhagavad Gita. So that was like two hours of uh, Gita class I went to and uh, I did Taekwondo, I did drawing, I did arts, I did everything. And it was only after ha having a taste of everything. Oh, I played sports as well. And I can't play. You put mm -hmm. me out on the ground, I will faint and fall because I will run out of energy like that on the ground. I'm not a sports person, mm -hmm. but I've tried everything. So I think because I had a taste of everything at a very young age, I was when I was asked to pick what I wanted, I was able to make a very well-informed choice. And I think that credit goes entirely to my mom. 
Ah, so in fact, that was my next question, Advita. So, what exactly is your support system? Like, who are these people who supported you? How did they support you? Or how are they still supporting you? And uh, uh, that's one thing. But taking from what you said before, again, uh, there is this thirst for all these parents to say, my child has to become the young prodigy. Like, five-year-old, she has to do great. She has to go on, appear on TV. She has to do this and that and all that. But saying, uh, just figure out what you are good at, find out what your passion is, go get exposed to all of these things. And then from there, you see what exactly you can do. And then you decide what, what pulls you more is one great journey to go, right? Yes. Yeah. So now going back to the question of what your support system looks like, like who are these people, who all have guided you, who all have... Uh, uh, done all of these things like your your emotional support your support with respect to this career everything my biggest biggest like constant pillar of support is my mom uh, she's like this embodiment of positive energy and she's like she's always there for me she's like uh, she always wants me to you know go and uh, do more things you know be innovative uh, try new things you know just be out there i've I am an extrovert myself, but my mom is like, is always pushing me to do new things and she's always supporting my ventures and my mom, without my mom, I don't think I would have done anything that I've done till date. So she's my biggest support system and I have been very lucky in my life that I have a group of mentors who have constantly guided me in the right direction. They came into my life at the correct point of time and they handheld me to different destinations for example when i started uh, really be getting passionate about theater i was put in alchemy kids theater and vijay sir of alchemy uh, was my first mentor in terms of uh, acting and theater he exposed me to the world of uh, uh, the stage he told me what it was to uh, write what it was to direct we made we used to make backdrops we used to make puppets we used to draw we used to like write scripts we used to do everything in uh, alchemy class and he was the one who took me as I was a raw piece of clay and, you know, started molding something out of it. He was the one who saw talent and uh, did things to, you know, bring that out and uh, show people that this girl has something. So, you know, look out for her. She has something in her. So he was the one who started. And from there on, I've been with so many other uh, people. For example, as I was quoting Matrix, uh, the Annas that, uh, I met at Matrix. I, they're still such, they, they'll always be very important people in my journey. And all of them have added something, this little magic, their own individual magic to uh, what I am as an individual. They've uh, given me uh, hope and they've uh, put their belief in me. And John and I, uh, I remember very clearly when we were practicing for the Balashri, I used to have school at 8 o'clock. So he used to come home at 5.36 in the morning to help me practice uh, a monologue before I went to school. And that sort of commit committed mentors I've had. People who have invested so much time and money and love in me that I had no other option but to give my best for everything that they've given me. So I have a very, very blessed group of mentors. Right now, I'm with Bala sir of Theta Nisha and the knowledge and I gain from him on an everyday basis is just mind-blowing. So, he, he's just like this ocean of knowledge and you know, you can like every day, even if I just take one teaspoon out of it, it's, it's still, I'm, I, I just consider myself blessed, really. 
Great. You've told me about the mentors that uh, that were with you, uh, people who are molding you right now. Is there anybody who has achieved great already, who is maybe not in touch with you, but somebody who you look up to and say, hey, I want to become like that person. Is there anybody like that in your life? I don't uh, have like uh, a singular role model. Like I don't, I don't look at anybody and be like, I want my career to, you know, be like that person's career. Like there is nobody like that. But there are uh, people like uh, Amma and Bala sir and um, just all these wonderfully talented people that are always around me who I look at and I'm like, if I can achieve, you know, 10% of what they've achieved in their life, I will consider myself successful. If I have 10% of knowledge that they have uh, happened to gain through their life, I will consider myself uh, happy. So uh, I've always, you know, looked up at people who I know at a personal level because they're able to guide me in that sense. If I tell them, okay, look, this is what I want from you. They are there to tell me, this is how you have to get what you want. So I've always felt comfortable looking at people I know and getting inspired by them on a daily basis. Mm, that's very, very interesting. So you are not looking up to one person as such, but taking inspiration from all of these people and saying, hey, with respect to this, I want to follow this person. With respect to this, I want to follow this person. That's very nice. Okay, so now um, I want to ask you one important thing that this is this is one question that is there in, in the minds of all the children as such. Because when children go to parents and say, hey, I want to do this, parents immediately say, okay, study well and do this also. And uh, so what, what was that for you? Like, like, how was your day planned? What were you doing um, when you were in school? How was your, how, how did you cope with your exams and assignments and teach uh, reasoning to your teachers and your attendance and everything? How did, how did that work for you? So I've been working actively in the commercial uh, theater side of things for the past six, six years now. So my day typically starts at around uh, 5.30, in the morning. Uh, I wake up and I practice whatever martial art that I am practicing at the moment. Right now, uh, I'm doing kalari. Earlier on, it used to be karate or taekwondo or sometimes even tai chi. So uh, I practice till about 7.30. Uh, school starts at 8. So I go to school at 8 o'clock. Uh, I'm at school till 3.30. Uh, once school gets over, I'm usually directly shipped off to uh, one rehearsal space or another. Uh, sometimes I get to go home, uh, shower, freshen up, have lunch, and then uh, go for rehearsal. Most days, it's just I directly go for rehearsals. And typically, rehearsals go on till 8.30, in the night. And uh, I get back home typically only after 9.30, 9.45. So once I'm home, I will have energy for only one hour of studies uh, one to one and a half hours if I have an exam or test or something like that coming up I'll probably spend two hours I know that I have only those two hours to study and because I know this I will give my hundred percent when I'm studying so that makes me more focused more concentrated on whatever I am doing for those two hours because I don't have the lens of the day to you know sit and procrastinate or do this later or do um, half-baked work. So I will have two hours to do a perfect job of whatever I have to do. So those two hours of studies and then I usually just go to bed, read a book or uh, indulge myself with some TV. So that's how my typical day looks. And I feel like students who are, uh, you know, either sports people are in a sports team or are pursuing some form of the art, uh, actors, dancers, musicians, 
they have a very set schedule and because they have a set schedule because they know what to anticipate through their day they're just much more planned focused and they just execute their work much better than people who have nothing going on through their day so the people who can you know who are like i can do anything at any point of time so i feel like when you're in an art form it gives you a lot of perspective so as to what you do through the day Hmm. Okay, so this reminds me of an incident. Uh, I don't know if you are aware of it. Once your mom called me saying, "Adhu is preparing for board exams, and she, she has board exams, uh, and we cut off all the theatre activities and everything from her. She is not able to concentrate on her studies. So what do we do?" Yeah, I was <laughs> going mad for somebody whose day has been filled with. theater and activities and related stuff to sit at home with books for 24 hours was like a nightmare i couldn't do it though i had like 6 7 hours a day to sit with my textbooks i did not get any proper work done mm-hmm. i felt like i got more done when i was having 2 hours of focused time just for studying Yeah. I didn't I mean that yeah I I don't want to go back there there was a dark time <laughs> So exactly so but but this is something I I keep telling parents also I tell them saying when you do something that you really like and when you have that adrenaline pumped into your body or the happiness hormone pumped into your body what, like even the work that you can't do or you hate doing you will be able to do so that's one thing that yeah. I do in my life I hate cold calling people or calling people for for that matter uh so what i do is but my job involves calling people so what i do is early in the morning i do my morning routine i go to the gym and i get completely fresh and then immediately after i like i go from gym to my office directly because i get ready in my gym and then go to the office as soon as i go to my office my hormones are all pumped up and i'm very very happy and that is the time when i put the phone and call and talk to everybody or the things that i don't want to do i keep it for that morning hour because i know i will be happy at that particular time any kind of work i will be able to do so yeah. that way uh, if you feed your hormones if you feed your passion and keep that happy then the things that you don't want to do also you will do that's that's one yeah. theory that i have because parents think Uh, a, if if he does that, he will get distracted from his studies. Is what everybody thinks. But in in actuality, that's that is not the not case. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So distraction will come in the form of like television or with ta- places where you waste time without doing anything productive. Those are what I would consider distractions, and there are distractions even for art forms. Like if you'd rather watch TV than do something. Uh, pertaining to your art then that is a that serves as a distraction but i would never agree to anybody saying that uh doing something like a sports or an uh, art or anything like that is a distraction yeah <laughs> yeah if you look back right now from your 3 old 3 year old to now was there was there a journey that you predicted to happen or did you just dive into a things that came up like what are the things that happened like that the diving into everything happened till i was about 6 years old or 7 years old so mm-hmm. when i was 6 or 7 till i was 6 or 7 i did everything i did everything i went for abacus class i went for chess class i did i did everything so i had a taste of everything so i knew when i was about 6 or 
uh, though I I wasn't able to articulate it this well back then. Mm-hmm. I was I was able to say, "I na kasi puri kela. I don't want to do it." So mm. and I had parents who were ready to accept it, who uh, valued my opinion and said, "Okay, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. But choose what you want to do." So uh, I was always given a choice. So uh, and I was just allowed to make a decision based on what I wanted. And when I was around six or seven, it I made a decision that it is going to be theater. It is not going to be anything else. And right now, uh, I'm going to be studying theater uh, for my undergraduation. So that wasn't. I didn't really think of. Having anything else, I didn't have like another option. Also, like theater, really, na where there was nothing. It was like it. It was theater. The question was what I wanted to do with theater, where I wanted to do theater. So that is what that was the only question. So it just became a part of me that I cannot imagine myself without. So hmm. that is what theater is too. Ha. Okay. So that reminds me. Tell us more about your hunt for your university. That was a three-year-long process. Huh. It started when I was in my uh, ninth standard because you know after tenth uh, you have to decide your groups and you know you have to uh, figure out what you want to do for career and you know all important uh, life-changing decisions have to happen then. So uh, when I was around in my ninth, that's when I was applying for the Balashree and the first few rounds had gotten over and I was. fairly uh, sure that i am going to be pursuing theater it is a question of where i'm going to study so uh, again my mom uh, being the amazing researcher that she is uh, went into google spent sleepless nights uh, looking up universities uh, she had a notebook with almost 100 150 universities uh, across the globe that offer a ba acting degree for uh, and that were pertaining to theater and not film she had a book of all the universities uh, the course the course details the entry requirements and how we ha- how we have to apply and the fees all of this she had in a notebook and uh, she just used to sit with my dad and i over the weekend and she used to you know discuss okay so this week i've looked up 50 universities now let's discuss about these 50 universities <laughs> so it started off there and uh, we kept looking we kept doing our research and by the end of my uh, 10th we had a list of 25 universities in the uk that i wanted to uh, you know get a better idea of so uh, and my dad wasn't very keen on sending me abroad for undergraduate he felt that it would be better if i go for my post graduation uh, a typical dad uh, uh, predictable dad uh, uh, feelings he was having so we decided to take appa to london and show him all the universities and we decided that this is the only way to brainwash appa into saying that this is the best place for me to be if i want to further my career in theater so we took him uh, to uk we made him visit all the universities we were there for around a uh, little less than a month we visited all the universities my sister poor things uh, celebrated her 13th birthday pushing me in a wheelchair in one of the universities because i had gone to london and broken my leg uh, so that was an incident that happened different story so uh, we went to london we visited these universities we you know you just feel at home in certain places like you feel like you want to be there like just the just the place and the people you just you, you know you feel like you belong so 
we made a list of the universities where i felt that way and then i applied to those universities i auditioned for all those universities i got through to the final round in uh, all the universities that i auditioned for and finally i got an offer letter from uh, royal central school of speech and drama in london and i accepted because they're the only university in the world that offers a ba acting course that specializes in collaborative and devised theater which means that by the end of the 3 years i'm going to able to create my own theater company and start producing my own work start directing so it it's a course that caters to everything theater so uh, and it's the only university in the world that offers a course so i got an offer to be on that course and i accepted the offer and i'm going to be going to london yay okay so i know this journey <laughs> like initially i think some 2 3 years yeah i think when when mom asked me hey what is future for theater i didn't know <laughs> i was like i don't know i've gotten a job now i'm i'm here right now figuring out by myself she said i i i was looking for national school of drama and i said pond is one more course happening she said no 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 i want to take it global i was like i don't yeah. know yeah and then from there to where you are right now she's been sharing a lot of stories about this uh, searching for admissions that she right now can become consultant for arts to take children abroad yeah, yeah definitely she knows so much she's gain uh, because this isn't a very popular course among uh, students especially from south india mm-hmm. there weren't many consultants who could help us who people didn't have an idea that oh ipdi or course irukka abdi naanga poi solli da ungalke theriyum so it it was a lot of hard work on her part it was a lot of uh searching it was a lot of talking to people it was i think she deserves uh, all the credit for showing me that there is a world that like this that exists and uh telling me that i belong there that i will fit in there and i will you know be uh, good wherever i go so i think she deserves full credit for that so now talking about universities again uh what are the things that universities are looking for if you have to apply uh, in a university for studying art as such i am going to talk particularly about theater and even more focused on acting courses mm-hmm. so uh, why i say that is because uh, this is what i know about i don't want to you know give like uh, wrong information to anybody so all the colleges that i uh, sent in an uh, application for and all the colleges that i auditioned for the one thing that they're looking is they're looking for a mind and a body that they can work on they're looking for people who are ready to learn who have a passion for the art and who are hungry to learn more this is all they're looking for and they do this by talking to you they do this by looking at your uh, the monologues that you've prepared they obviously are looking for talent they need to know that this who the student that they're going to be taking uh, in and investing 3 years on has a bright future in the arts so that is something they're definitely looking for but they're just looking for people who have a strong individual personality that shines through their work so i think that is the main thing they're looking they're looking at making connections with people like and a connection with somebody who walks into that audition room and they're all just there and they're rooting for you they want you to give your best it's not it's not scary at all it's it's really just a learning process it's it's a very interactive 
process and they keep asking you different things they want you to you know be ready to try different things you know, be enthusiastic for change and things like that so i feel like they're looking for people who want to learn who are passionate about the art and who are just ready to give their all for it those i think are the only criteria awesome okay we've come almost to the end of this interview adho uh, so i wa- only want to ask you one thing like what is that one thing that you want to tell the parents and little children that are looking forward to doing phenomenal things different things a path that nobody else is taking like what what is that one thing that you want to tell them i feel like everyone who's put on this planet is given a dream a purpose and i feel every every child has it in them to identify that dream identify their purpose identify what interests them what makes them click so every child will do that on their own and i think parents just have to love and support their child through this process it's it's a beautiful process it's a process filled with ups and downs but it is a beautiful process and i just feel like if parents love their child support their child and tell their child that look i'm there you go and explore the world every child is going to be an achiever every child is going to you know stand on the moon i mean we're going to be filled with uh, overachieving young kids i feel and uh, i feel like parents shouldn't force their dreams upon their child their dreams are their own and their children should be given enough freedom to identify their own dreams awesome yeah yeah do i I've got the promo bit for for your interview. <laughs> okay. Super. So now, um, where can audience find you? Like, if they have to follow what you do, all your work and everything, where can they find you? I'm very active on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Adwita A D W I T H A underscore underscore. Uh, that's my Instagram handle. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm on Facebook as well uh, at Adwita Armogam. Yeah, that's about the two places. Awesome. And if you want to email me, I'm pretty active as well. Johnana has my email ID, so done. I'm going to put her uh, social media handles and the email in the description. You can follow her, get in touch with her if you need anything. And sure. uh, that is the end of this interview of this real life incredible Advita. <laughs> it's so nice talking Thank to you, Anna. nice nice ajita thank you so much i think this will be very very useful for us to like for everybody who listens to this mainly a lot of questions that parents have in mind little children have in their mind uh, and most of these things that you said that you did are the excuses that we have right now and i yeah. think those excuses can like will get an answer and they will they will start working towards their dream thank you well i hope i hope so i hope people start uh, honing their dreams honing their passion and you know start following their hearts done yeah <laughs> thanks adrita thank you so much bye thank you anna <laughs> bye